it's nice to just blend in. It is nice to blend in. Though. Yeah, it depends how much you like your job. Yeah. I remember... Or just your situation in general. There was this girl at this ice cream uh, place. Mm-hmm. Place where they serve ice cream. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Now she, I understand. Yeah. And she was so excited (laughs) and I was dating this person at the time and the two of us like you know like chatted to her and we were planning a trip at the time and so we sat at the ice cream place the place where you get ice cream yes and we were planning our trip and we were drawing Mm -hmm. in my sketchbook and then my ex was like look at our sketchbook and showed her all of the drawings that we did oh my and all the God. plans and then told this person about all of our plans and the ice cream lady was like, oh my God, like that's so exciting. And they had like this genuine moment. That's so weird. And, and then after my ex was like, should I give her my number? <laughs> and I'm like, yes. I guess because you're new, you're, it's your new friend. Yeah. You're, you're best friends now. And I was like, like I told her and I probably shouldn't have let down my my ex this way but i was like she might just be working and like is being extra friendly because right, she's yeah. working and my ex was like oh okay and it's like oh no i mean maybe i just stopped you from having a new best yeah, friend it's beautiful friendship forming exactly oh that should always be in the back of your mind just yes See the script, but I've no doubt if it isn't up to par, they'll chuck it out. Ooh, la 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 la. All my actor friends are cracking wise, but I can see the envy in their eyes. Ooh, la 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 la. Now I'm suffocating in the makeup chair underneath the corner glue and a bag of hair. I'm a looking like an overgrown shit suit. Somehow I always knew. Just reaction video. Yeah, react is that where it's like grandma watches Poppy, or that is that like thing, right? Poppy. Okay, like the whole thing is Poppy is a cute girl who pretends like she's a robot, I think, and is she just puts up YouTube YouTube videos. Yeah, she's a YouTube personality where she talks on camera and is like. Hi, I'm Poppy. And then she, like, pretends she's a robot and eats mm. some cotton candy. <laughs> and that's the video. And then there's react videos to that. Mm. To her. And then there's eating. grandma videos reacting to the reaction it, videos. Yeah, it's, it's mm-hmm. you know. And then there's Let's Players watching grandma reacting to the comedian reacting to the Poppy videos. It's, we're in. And then Poppy watches the video of the Let's Player and it goes in a circle. Yeah. It's the circle of life. That's what Mufasa taught us, yeah. Yeah. Mufasa, rest his soul, up there in the Mm -hmm. sky. R.I.P. Taught us to watch YouTube in a circle. That everything goes in cycles. That the gazelles eat the grass, and when we die, we become the grass. And then the gazelles watch the YouTube video of someone fertilizing the grass. The gazelles watch makeup videos, and they do their makeup very pretty. They love blush. Yes. Welcome to Fan Fiction Writer's Room. (laughs) On Fan Fiction Writer's Room, we take the characters you submit, and we write great fan fiction about them. 
I am your editing manager, Spencer Suarez. And I'm your editing manager, Liz Cernick. No, you're the managing editor. What did I say? You said editing manager. I'm Are the you medi- the... I'm the editing manager. Oh, uh, but I'm about to poach your job. No! I... I'm sorry it had to come out I this have way. To, I have to feed my... I've been gunning for a, for a promotion to be I... editing manager. Oh, no. I'm the managing editor? You're the managing editor. How are you, Liz? I'm feeling pretty good. You feeling all, pretty good? I'm full of... I had some beer. Ooh. And some coffee. We call that... In the industry, we call that podcast juice. Right. Yes. Uh, coffee or beer? Well, both. Both. Mm-hmm. It, both are podcast juice in different ways. Upper? Downer? Keeps me level. Yeah. That's what I want to be right in the middle. Right in the middle. Ride that middle. Oh, yeah. So I'm all full of podcast juice. All full of podcast juice. The uh, problem with podcast juice is that... It goes directly into your bladder mm-hmm. and fills you up too much. They say it's great for podcasts, but bad for your toilet. That's right. That is what they say. Which is why everyone is always peeing their pants on stage yeah. whenever they do podcasts live. Whenever... It's a real problem. Every podcaster you, every podcast you listen to has a pee bucket. Well, they've been in a diaper the whole time. We talking Mark Marin yeah. wearing a diaper. We talking mm-hmm. Scott Ackerman wearing a diaper. Oh yeah. We talking Paul F. Tompkins. Paul F. Tompkins. He's on that diaper life. On that diaper life. Uh, hashtag diaper train. Hashtag diaper train. Tweet at your favorite podcaster. Ask them if they're wearing a diaper. <laughs> if they say no, they're a liar. <laughs> you heard it here. You heard it here first on Fan Fiction Writers Room. <laughs> Podcasters love their diapies. Yep. They're all holding in their pee at all times. All holding in their pee or letting their pee go while they go, pow! Zap! Whoa! They're just covering up the sound of them peeing into a bucket. That's true. Mm Mm-hmm. That is true. What a pee talk on this episode. Yeah, this is a pee cast. (laughs) Short for podcast. Get it? Because it's like the letter... So the bodily fluid. Okay, I think we should move on. Yeah, from... let's try. Um, let's take take two. What? <laughs> take two. What is? What's going on with me right now? Um, mm-hmm. preparing for conventions. Ooh, which con are you going to? I'm going to at the end of March. I have Bellcalf. Bellcalf. Bellington Comic Arts Festival. Where is Bellington? Uh, it is in... south of Vancouver. It's in, in the Washington? states. Yes, Washington. The state. Washington, the state, not the D.C. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, yeah, uh, probably it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. And then also in May, I have TCAF and Panel 1 in Calgary. Mm-hmm. TCAF is in Toronto. Oh, that's right. And we were thinking about making it a road trip. Yeah. Well, that's a very long road trip. Yeah, but a, a, a group, plane trip. A group trip. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was I, thinking about going with you anyways. Yes, I was going to send... A, you and our other friend Nico, a uh, friend of the show Nico, a, mm-hmm. a group message and be like, this is the plane I'm catching. Mm-hmm. Buy some tickets for this plane. That's that's, And what, then we'll do those things. Then you'll do those things and we'll all go hop. To we'll all go to TCAF. Fun. We'll all hang out in Toronto mm-hmm. in the 6th. Spend all of our money on comics. Oh, oh, I love boy. to spend money on comics. You got another con coming up? Uh, those are the ones I'm booked for right now. I didn't get into the L.A. Zine Fest. Oh, no. But that's okay. You should get for them anyway. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, I'm submitting to other shows. I'm like, I went to Daiso. 
Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, was like, okay, I need to set up for the show. Daiso is? It's like a dollar store. It's a, I believe, a Japanese dollar store. Oh, okay. Oh, for, for like, tables and yeah. set up stuff. So I, I bought, like, little trinkets. I bought uh, a plate and a bowl. <gasps> a bowl. A very, and a bowl? A very thin bowl. So. Oh for, for buttons, I'm going to put buttons in this bowl, mm. and I'm mm-hmm. going to put stickers in this. I bought two bowls and two plates, and oh it's going to go plate, bowl, buttons. And then in a different, oh my God. different one, I'm going to go plate, bowl, stickers. I can see it in my mind's eye. And then... It looks real good. Bought Wait, a bunch... Move, move that over just a bit to the left. Oh, yeah. It yeah. real good. Real there good. you go. And I bought, like, a nice tablecloth. Mm. And some uh, canvas uh, uh, picture backers, like uh, canvases, tiny canvases, uh-huh. that I'm going to put comics on. And yeah, like, uh, I, I'm i in that zone where I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, I'm the best at comics. Probably. Right. When I get there, I'm going to sell zero things. But right now, uh-huh. I'm like riding high, like, I'm going to sell so many buttons. <laughs> I'm going to sell every you, button. you got to be in that zone. you yeah. gotta, you got to force that zone, really. Exactly. It's a fake it till you make it situation. <laughs> where I'm like, yeah, this brand, Spencer Suarez brand, it's going high. It's <laughs> my time. It's my time. Do you have a banner? I don't have a banner yet. Like a big old poster with your face on it? That is like the... Th- thing that I'm very much like that is my next step is making my name my brand mm-hmm. a big deal nice I don't know exactly how I'm gonna do that mm-hmm. uh, I I'm printing some shirts and I was like I want a brand I want the brand I want them to be branded right okay so on the back of the shirt on the collar area in the inside it says, Spencer Suarez, and then in between Spencer Suarez, it says Pizza Scrub. Okay. And I'm like, I guess I'm going to own Pizza Scrub as my brand. Mm-hmm. Just because I threw that on this t-shirt. Unfortunately, Pat is Pizza Suplex. I did notice that Pat Twitter. Gill uh, of Polygon fame is Pizza Suplex. So that might throw a monkey wrench into your branding situation. I suppose so. Because they do kind of blend into each other yes, a little bit. I did notice. Sometimes pizza. I will see a pizza suplex tweet and I'll be like, whoa, holy shit. How did Twitter get, how did Spencer get so many? Oh, okay. Yeah, it is it's the bad. other, it is <laughs> the other pizza S <laughs> who is suplexing a pizza instead of being a scrub. About how much they love pizza? About how much they love pizza. Right. Yeah. You know, I think it's okay. He is mm-hmm. pizza underscore suplex. Oh, there you go. And I am just pizza scrub one word. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that is better, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Even though, yes, he has more followers than me, and yes, he's better than me, and he has nicer hair than me. He's more but handsome. He's more handsome. And his breath smells like fresh picked daisies. He's gets to hang out with Griffin and and Simone and all of my faves. But hey, I'm great too. That's right, you're great! I've got a teddy bear. You're gonna sell all your comics. I'm gonna sell all your pins. All and my stickers. Pins and all my stickers. And my shirt. And my prints. You have a teddy bear? I, that was just like an aside. Of I was yourself? just like, why like to I sell? Was, 
I was thinking of why I'm great. Oh, okay. I was thinking of all the things that make me great, and mm-hmm. Teddy Bear was the first one I thought of. Mm. I don't know why that was the first one I thought of, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but, like, that is why I think I'm great, right. I guess. I do have a stuffed panda, and the stuffed panda is kind of part of my brand yes. at this point. So I would agree. Yeah. I, I would think your stuffed panda, yeah. your, your gross old stuffed panda is <laughs> yeah, part of yeah. your brand. That's right. Ah. Uh. And, uh... Is anything going yeah. on with you, Liz? I know I already asked you, uh, but I'm going to throw it back. I'm on the old home stretch for finishing up this contract. Mm-hmm. Building animation characters. Building and... puppets for animators to use. That's right. Watching Star Trek The Next Generation. How is Star Trek The Next Generation? It's very good. Oh, I've just started the second season. Okay. Which is amazing, because I... It was only the knowledge that it was going to get better mm-hmm. that allowed me to finish the first season. Right. It's... The first season is notoriously mediocre. Yes, there's the a market difference. Is where it gets good. Yeah, they must have quadrupled their budget. And they also had a huge staff meeting about everything that is and isn't working. Mm-hmm. Because, oh my god, they fixed everything that wasn't working. Yes. Uh, so Jordy's down in the warp core. He's the chief engineer, where he belongs. Good. And Wesley Crusher is the pilot. And he's got a cool... Starfleet jacket thing going on. Good for him. Which is great. Although his sweaters are also very good. Yeah, I do love his sweaters. Uh, Riker's got his beard in place, as good. everything should be. Yes. It is disgusting when his chin is showing. It was really it weird. Is disgusting. You should feel bad about yourself, Riker, for <laughs> ever showing off your chin. Um, It was amazing how much that was like part of the character. Yes. That was like what I knew about him. So when I started watching it with no knowledge of the series, I was like, oh... What? This is so wrong. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Worf's got his cool uh, chain link sash going oh, on. Yes. Instead of his weird wicker sash from the first season. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so I'm feeling excited about that. Feeling pumped. Uh, waiting for Dr. Crusher to come back. Miss her. Mm-hmm. They, changed, they changed up the doctor for a temporary hiatus. or I think she got pregnant or something. Oh, okay. Actress. Um... Who are your faves? Uh, Who are your favorite characters? I do like Riker. Okay. Because he's silly. Actually, I mostly just like Riker. Now this is again in your in your character of liking the worst characters. Yes, this seems to be because Riker is the worst character. Seems to be a habit of mine. I like things to happen. I like bad decisions being made, and I like characters that do things and are proactive. Yes. So I usually end up liking the most assholeish of characters. Not because I think that they are... Not because I like them. Just I like watching them be part of the story, if yes. that makes sense. The worst thing a character can be to me is boring. Yes. Um. So I usually... By... Yeah. I just like the assholes. Mm-hmm. But it's not like I'm saying, oh, he's so great, I love him. It's like, it's just fun. I like watching assholes do asshole things. I don't know. So Riker's great. Um, he's really tall. He's got he's his very cool tall. beard. He's got his cool beard. Um, he's very slutty. Yeah, he's the biggest um, slut. He's so angry. He's yeah. always getting angry at people. And he's got his head up Picard's ass. He loves Picard. Yeah, it's he's funny really how great. different he is than Picard, but how much he admires Picard. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can tell like they hadn't really quite got the hang of his character. Mm. Um, it still needs to become who he's going to be. Yes. Uh, Data's also very, very good. Data's, Data's so kind good. of Data's kind of so good that it feels almost um, 
like he is the show. Yeah. If that makes sense. I guess because the show is so famous by the time I'm watching it for the first time that it's kind of like, oh yeah, of course I love Data. Mm. Like, of course I would give my life for Data. Of course Data is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Of course like, I would lay down on a train track yeah, for Data. It feels like, it feels like, well that's, Data's already been chosen as everyone else's yeah. fave. So I can't. You know like when you're a, you're a kid and you've got a group of friends mm-hmm. and you're like choosing who you are when you're playing Power Rangers or exactly. something. And then it just like becomes like, oh, well, this is the one that I like because it's just been designated that this is my mm-hmm. character. Or like I was always Sailor Mercury when me and my sister and our friends down the street would play Sailor, uh, Sailor Scouts because yeah. everyone else was chosen. Exactly. The best example I have of that is in the Pokemon cartoon... They would do, who's that Pokemon? And none of us were allowed to choose the same Pokemon. (laughs) Even though it was so obvious that it was Diglett. And so... What else could it be but Jigglypuff from the top? Exactly. So the first person who says Jigglypuff gets Jigglypuff and everyone else had to pick someone else. Even though we all knew it was Jigglypuff, (laughs) but... We couldn't pick the same Pokemon. Exactly, exactly. So I'm that watching was... I'm watching The Next Generation, and I'm like, well, Data's the best character. Yeah. Data's amazing. But it feels like, well, everyone in the world has chosen exactly. Data at large as the one they love. So I'm like, I'm going to go with Riker. All right, he's my guy. Okay. So, uh, uh, yeah, and so far, oh, my God. And now, um, um, uh, uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Has oh, only just yeah, been added yeah. to the cast in season two. And she's she, a great addition. Oh my god. And She was like my favorite character as a kid when my parents would watch it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, just Whoopi's just has such a personality. Like such a something to yeah. her. Yeah, 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 yeah. That like she was attractive uh-huh, to She's me definitely a, got this, this magnetism. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it was like Whoopi and Data were. And I know that like Wesley Crusher is supposed to be the character that kids project themselves onto. Yeah. But for whatever reason, it was Data and Whoopi mm-hmm. were, like, the characters I liked as a kid. Um, so I was reading about this, too. Um, I was reading about uh, uh, The Next Generation and Season 2, and uh, a lot of what Gene Roddenberry specifically wanted was kind of what was holding back the first season so much. He had a little bit too much power mm. and wasn't quite the writing powerhouse that maybe some people assumed he was. Yes. Um, and in particular, he he had sort of a stipulation with... with Riker's character that he wasn't allowed to smile because he wanted him to be he wanted to exactly he wanted him to be a a dashing leading man in the style of like 40s 50s movies where like a Humphrey Bogart type yes or or um um Cary not Cary Grant um Clark Gable type yes where he he's he's this know-it-all sly the idea of a the um type of man that like we look back on with fondness mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as a masculine presence. Yes. Even and I though think they that... maybe don't exist in reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that kind of has informed a lot of people's opinions of Riker's character because he's really an asshole in the first season and he softens a lot to the point where he's a fun asshole, even mm-hmm. just by the second season. One of the best scenes that I've loved so far was when Wesley Crusher has a crush on a girl on the spaceship and he's asking around for advice from everyone. Oh, and so of course sweet. it's like it's like this fun funny montage of he gets advice from Data in this way. And so Data just like lists all of the very specific dating rituals that humans have and God. he's like, ah, too much information. And yeah. he goes to Worf and Worf is like, you gotta scream in her face and put her in a headlock and bite her face and, and I like, love that Star Trek is just a comedy. It's so good. And then he goes to he goes to Riker and Riker just like rubs his hands oh, together and is God. like, ooh, this kid and they're in the lounge with Whoopi Goldberg. 
Goldberg, and he's like, he's like, hey, Guinan, Guinan, come here, come here, come here, and he sits her down at the table, and he sits next to her, and he and he goes, and Wesley's sitting to the side watching, and he's like, hey, you come here often, and Whoopi Goldberg is like giving it back in kind, and Guinan's like, yeah. mm, maybe I am, and there's like this five minute scene of them just flirting doing lines at each other oh, just I flirting it. it's so funny and at one point wesley like asks a question and guinan's like shut up kid shut up shut up and she's just <laughs> like mm. and she just like leans into Riker and it's just like hey baby and Riker's like they're like so into That's... it but they're so like putting on an act it's oh yeah the funniest the thing. best part about because i i'm just imagining whoopi goldberg doing that and it's like so funny yeah. oh it's specific, so good because like, whoopi's just so funny and it's uh-huh. like yeah Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I'm just enjoying that immensely. Yeah. I'm so glad that I've gotten to Star Trek because there's so much of it. Mm-hmm. You're just spoiled for content. And there's like shitty novelizations and oh, like yeah. once I uh, go through all of the various TV series, uh, yeah, yeah. You can, you still got stuff to, my, to binge. Yeah, my Trek adventure so far. It's been very fun. It, it's all brand new. It is all brand new and it's... Like, the the times that I'm like, ooh, maybe I should get into Trek. Yeah, do it! It's like, I bet I would have a real good time just mm-hmm. hanging out in this world where, like, things are pretty great. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's a fantasy element of just, like, everyone's getting along. And, it, like, humanity, it all just worked out. Yeah. It just worked like, out real well. As... I like Blade Runner, but I don't want to live in Blade Runner. Exactly. Yeah. I want to live in Star Trek, where mm-hmm. things are great, and just, like, they get into a problem, and then they solve the problem at the end of the episode, yeah. and they move on. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Oh, man. And, like, the campiness is fun, but it also can be, like, pretty genuinely good. There's, well. like... Yeah. It's a good mix of, of camp and grim sincerity. dark you know, Dark Knight, post-Dark Knight even. Mm. I would even say Dark Knight has a certain... It's not camp necessarily, but, like, post-Dark Knight films, mm. grim dark films, hate camp. We are in... Besides maybe some of the Marvel films, we're in sort of like a post-camp, we hate camp... And even some of the Marvel mm-hmm. films hate camp. I would say Winter Soldier, and I like Winter Soldier quite a bit, mm-hmm. hates camp. Um, and, like, maybe only the Guardians of the Galaxy movies are okay with camp. Yeah. It feels like we're waiting for a camp resurgence, though. Yes, yeah, I, I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, I mean, the... Because we're already into the into the ironically making fun of Grimdark. Yes. You know, like like Thor Ragnarok. Yes. And Thor Guardians Ragn- of the Galaxy, to a lesser extent. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thor Ragnarok is is Thor Ragnarok campy? No, no, no. It's not campy. I'm saying yeah. it's I'm saying it's self aware of grim dark oh, tropes. It is self aware yeah. of grim darkness yeah. for sure. So and Marvel in general feels like the movies are moving that direction. Where yes, yeah. But I mean, like there is, I would say, difference within Marvel. I don't think Marvel is one style. I think mm-hmm. there is a difference between Thor Ragnarok, general. Black Panther. And Captain America 2. Mm-hmm. Like, they're all very different. They're not within one genre. Yeah. And, you know, I would say Guardians of the Galaxy is far more campy than even Thor Ragnarok, which has a similar fun tone. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like, the the grim darkness of Batman v Superman mm-hmm. is very uncampy and hates camp. And 
wants no one ever to consider the fact that Batman also existed in the 1966 Batman. Mm -hmm. That is unimaginable to that film. That Batman was ever, golly gee, Batman. (laughs) That is ridiculous. It feels like uh, uh, people are tired of of the Batman v Superman model. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And it's it's going to be interesting to see if they get more campy or fun mm-hmm. or if they like remain grim dark and go do something else. I don't know. I don't know. They got to do something. Something I mean, different. How are you feeling, Liz? Do you want to write a grim dark story with me? Not really. Do you want to write a campy story with me? I kind of want to write a hopeful campy story. Hopeful campy story. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, should we pick a setting before we, before I introduce the characters? Hmm. Well, I've spent a lot of time talking about how much I love Star Trek now. Okay. Uh, so, Star Trek? Okay, we can do Star Trek. what else? I, thinking of what I've watched recently, I watched the second Guardians of the Galaxy film for the first time. Mm -hmm. I didn't actually like the first one that much. But uh, Lindsay Ellis uh, yeah. on YouTube was mm-hmm. talking about the second Guardian film. So I was like, you know what? I'll check it out. And I actually did quite like it. Yeah. But I'd I say was... I liked it better than the first. Substantially yes. better than the first, actually. Yes. Um, so I could do like a space uh, film. Space opera. A space opera, as I have also a very different space opera, but have been engaging in a space opera. So spaceship? Spaceship. Spaceship. Well... Shipping space? I mean... Space shipping. Space shipping. Our first character is Carpet from Aladdin. Ooh. So, if you remember, Carpet uh, is... So, all the things I know about Carpet. Is a carpet. Is a carpet. Flies. Flies. Very old. Old friends with the genie. Old friends with the genie. Good. That is a... That is one of my notes here. Um... What I, how I would characterize the carpet. He's pretty hip. Yeah. He like do a secret handshake. Ba-ba-pow. But also, if you remember when he first uh, was following Abu and Aladdin, mm-hmm. he was kind of shy. That's right. He didn't quite approach them right away and was like, hey, first people I've seen in a billion years, mm-hmm. uh, let's be friends. He was like, he snuck up on him a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I think it was in a playful way. It was he playful. he immediately decided, I'm going to be friends with these guys. I'm not going to be wary and yeah. scared. But he also, it was playful in how he approached them as well. Because mm-hmm. he was very much like popping in and out and like uh, kind of teasing Abu. Mm-hmm. Um, he also like immediately after meeting Aladdin and Abu, risks his life. Or I, I shouldn't say his. Risks their life to... Yeah, it's life? Uh, it's yeah. literally a... It's a carpet. It's carpet. Yeah. Damn. Carpet risks uh, their life to save um, Aladdin. So, is, is its name Carpet? Yes. In canon? In fiction? They, they refer to Carpet as Carpet. Even in the extended universe? In the Aladdin TV show. It's yes. also Carpet? I believe okay. Carpet. So, uh, and also they do the gag with Carpet where like, Carpet kind of knows what's happening and realizes before other people realize what's mm. happening. So Carpet's, like, attempting to be like, uh, but Carpet can't speak. Right. So is, like, attempting to mime mm-hmm. to the other characters uh, what is actually happening. So how I would characterize Carpet is 
brave, uh, risking its life to save its friends, mm-hmm. honest, loyal, um, perceptive, compassionate, quick to trust. Right. Um, and empathetic. Uh, that is, so like, kind of just a good dude. Yeah, just it's, like a solid bro. Yeah. You know? Just hang out with them and... So, I mean, if we're going for, like, some sort of space opera, what kind of role would you place this character in in a space opera? Like, I mean, if we're going straight Star Trek, I would imagine they'd be the Wesley Crusher. Well, I think the carpet would be the thing that is found on the planet. It would be the mystery to be solved. Because they usually go hard and, like, aboard the Enterprise is sci-fi. And on the planets is fantasy. You know, Ooh, like, that's, I like that. Maybe there's like a, a roundabout scientific explanation for what's happening, but it's usually like, ooh, she can, this alien species can grant wishes, or like, right. this, they have psychic powers, or whatever bullshit. Okay. But I feel like it would be like, like an unknown alien life form. Okay, I like that. So, I, I will say that, um,. We have a lot of villains this week, so maybe, much like Guardians of the Galaxy, the ship isn't uh, Star Trek, it's more like Guardians of the Galaxy where it's a ship of thieves. The uh, Wandu, Fondu, the blue boy, the blue guy with the, with the mohawk, he, he has his ship of, of thieves that he, he runs with, so maybe that's who they are, because we have... Uh, Liquid Snake from Metal Gear oh, Solid. Oh, man, I'm sick of snakes. I know you're sick of snakes, but right, we got Liquid a lot of snakes submitted. And Sweeney Todd. Mm. Uh, and a couple other characters I'll keep for now. I'll keep if I need to pull them out. Okay. But, like, I like the idea of uh, Liquid Snake and Sweeney Todd being, like... So is it specifically Sweeney Todd as depicted by... Johnny Depp? Johnny Depp in the musical version of Sweeney Todd. Uh, I mean, the, no. The answer is no. Not the Tim Burton film, Sweeney Todd. I actually, when I did my research, I went with, uh, as a rule, the characters we use are the most known, not known, I guess but that w- the most pure version of the character. So, well, for- the, the, the pop culture consciousness yes. idea of it, that would be unless, Johnny Depp. Unless you stipulate. Well, the way, the, I researched the, the play. Okay, because I was going to say, like, Sweeney Todd was a real dude. Was he a real dude? Yeah, like, this is a real serial killer from the... I, okay. Whatever age. Well, I researched the play. Okay. So, not the, I mean, the Johnny Depp version is an adaptation. It was already a musical. Yes, it was already a musical. Okay. Uh, and so, basically... I guess not a lot, like, I guess the play has kind of usurped the, the consciousness of it. But, like, yeah, Sweeney Todd was a real dude. This is a true was story. Was a real dude. Okay. Killed people in his barbershop, and then his, his lady friend downstairs baked them into pies. Not because they were crazy, just because, like, meat was at a premium, and they were really poor. Like, literally, that was... Okay. It was a scam. <laughs> well, within the play, uh, Sweeney Todd is very motivated by revenge, very cynical, um, and uh, a lot of excess. A lot of, like... Thinks that he is leveling... He's extra. He's extra. Exactly. Mm. Perfect. And then um, Liquid Snake 
has an inferi- inferiority complex. Okay, so who is Liquid Snake? He's different than Solid Snake. He is different than Solid Snake. Liquid Snake from the Metal Gear Solid uh, games is another clone of Big Boss. Okay. They're all clones of Big Boss? Yes. Including Solid Snake. Including Solid Snake. Okay. But Solid Snake is like the perfect clone of Big Boss. Oh. Um, right. And Liquid Snake is like, feels inferior because of that. Because like, apparently Solid Snake got all like the good genes. Mm. And Liquid Snake got the, the mediocre genes. So is Liquid Snake like... Like a horrible mutant? No. Like, is part of his face melting? No. And he has three arms? No. And a tail? No. Are you sure he doesn't have, like, a donkey tail? No. He just tucks it into his pants. I bet he has a donkey tail. I like Liquid Snake. <laughs> I really empathize with this guy. Yeah. You got you got a, the short end of the stick, man. Yeah. Uh, and very... Ed- I also gotta tuck my donkey tail into my pants. Exactly. Uh, arrogant. He's got some daddy issues. Uh, he hates Big Boss. And... He attacked... Who did the cloning? Did uh, Big Boss clone himself? N- no. Big Boss is considered, as far as my research, I have not played these video games. As far as my research is concerned, there is a project done, much in the way that, like, Weapon X from Marvel Comics is uh, done. It's like... It was done to him. Big Boss is, like, the perfect soldier. Mm. And, like, so they clone him a bunch of times because they want to make more super soldiers. Okay. So I, th- I think Big Boss doesn't have, like, superpowers in the way that, like, Liquid Snake and Solid Snake have superpowers. I believe they have some superpowers. Um, Does Liquid Snake turn into some sort of liquid mass a la no. Alex Mack? No. Or the villain Alex. Ink from uh, Batman Beyond? No. Hmm. But uh, can he? <laughs> I mean, if you'd like, this Maybe? is... We are, as Maybe? we say, we love to AU that garbage. Yes, So if course. you would like, we can have Liquid Snake hmm. be... Okay. So what do we... Okay, uh, Basically, until we do what that? I'm pitching right now is that a carpet is found on this planet mm-hmm. by this group of thieves. Mm. Now, carpet is pure of heart, mm-hmm. while Liquid Snake and Sweeney Todd are... Uh, awful in their own ways. Yes. Liquid Snake, inferiority complex, and uh, self-hatred, um, and daddy issues. What does he actually do in the games? Is he a villain? He's a villain. Um, and he... Basically, he he's a terrorist. They're all terrorists. They're always just blowing up all They're blowing stuff of up, yeah. Blowing up government buildings. Uh, and, like, think of a mustache-twirling villain. Oh. He's kind of, like, British and pompous and, like, uppity. And he's like, oh, I will destroy this by doing... And it's like, there's... As much as, like, the games are pretty smart, mm-hmm. they're, like, they do rely on, like, goofy tropes like that. Mm. So think of a mustache-twirling vi- villain. And, like, Sweeney Todd uh, is his own mustache twirling villain in its own way does does liquid snake have an alias he does did i write it down i believe it's eli i, didn't I was write just it thinking down. if he's this serious mustache twirling british villain and he's like mm, no don't call me mr snake please mr snake is my father i'm yeah. liquid like what i don't know those aren't names those aren't barely words we're going with liquid snake okay so liquid snake and sweeney todd uh they run this this um, smuggling business. Smuggling business. There are a couple of Han Solos. Yeah, are they? Maybe they're on the the Millennium Falcon. Oh, rather than the Enterprise. Okay, we could put them on the Millennium Falcon. 
In space. In space. And I think Sweeney Todd... Does Sweeney Todd just have a thirst for blood? I feel like Sweeney Todd is the captain of the ship. Okay. Uh, who's kind of aloof. Mm. No one knows what his goals are. Right. But he really, he likes cutting necks. Yeah. Mm. I wrote down that Sweeney Todd has a can-do attitude. Right. Because he's just very much like, he came up with an idea, I'm gonna kill some people in my barbershop. That's right. And he figured out how to do it. Mm -hmm. He is a capitalist. Even though he kills the rich, he's a capitalist. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think that is who, how I would characterize Sweeney Todd. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Liquid Snake is a little more of a, a uh, not exactly a socialist, but like, just like, more anti-establishment. Mm-hmm. Uh, as much as he doesn't murder people in his barbershop. I would say that he's better at being anti-establishment <laughs> than Swing Todd. Basically, I'm just thinking like, okay, Swing Todd is the captain. Liquid Snake is first in the command. Uh, mm-hmm. And then they have a crew. This is, okay, this is it. They smuggle, mm-hmm. but they also, Sweeney Todd, they kidnap people and aliens because they are also cannibals. They can turn them into pies. They are cannibal smugglers. Right. So they do both. Um, and, yeah. And so w- how should we characterize the planet that Carpet is on? I mean, we could just go full... Because Star Trek, the original series specifically, had that thing where they just had a bunch of... Nazi costumes hanging around, so yeah. we'll go to the Nazi planet. Theme we could planets. do Agrabah as a planet. Yeah, the planet of Agrabah. Should, do you want to do that? The, the, like the a pastiche planet. of <laughs> Middle Eastern, Indian, like... Myths. Like, yeah. Stories. Not accurate, uh, Disney-ified. Mm, what do any of these characters have in common? Besides being Liquid psychopaths. Snake. I don't know why the Liquid Snake is so just blank slate to me. Like I want him to be a mutated weirdo, but it sounds like he's the opposite of He's that. the opposite. Oh man. He's just very he's much not liquid at all. No. It's oh. just a name. He Liquid Snake is a code name. They all have code names. He doesn't Solid melt Snake is a code name. Even once. No. Um, like, dude just wants to blow up the world and Get some, get, like, some stuff. He just wants to blow up the world and get some stuff. He wants some money. He wants, like, some sort of... He just wants what he's owed to him. Exactly. Out of the world. He's got an inferiority complex. Keep that in mind, that he always thinks Mm. other people are better than him. Probably him and Sweeney Todd are going to have, like, that kind of relationship, where Mm -hmm. as much as he... It's kind of like a Starscream situation, Mm -hmm. where as much as, like... Megatron is the boss. Right. Starscream is always trying to usurp him. So, yeah, that's how I... I think that would be good. Like, Liquid Snake is attempting to usurp Sweeney Todd as mm-hmm. the boss. Yeah. You know what? Maybe... Maybe the carpet is the personality of the ship. Like Andromeda. 
Like an oh, AI. Oh, okay. Maybe it's like a like a holog- like the the carpet itself is just a holographic representation of the ship's personality. What if we do and they live in the ship? What if we do reverse two thousand one and space odyssey, where instead of nice this AI, a nice AI that is trying to stop the evil criminals who yeah. are they're essentially space pirates uh-huh. going planet to planet, murdering, pillaging, oh. and baking into pies. And the AI of the ship is going to stop. Right. And so they go to this new planet and pretending like it's a peaceful mission, but really they want to pieify the planet. They want to pieify the now, planet. Carpet could be an acronym. Okay, I love for this. For the. Mm, okay, let's put our thinking caps on. Okay. The automatic could be A. Okay. Well, let's do C first. The calculated right. automatic. Right. Robotic? Robotic. Powerful. Powerful electro... Electro... Transporter. Transporter. Because it transports them around the... Wow. That wasn't too bad. The space. Okay, what do we got? Calculated. Calculated. Automatic. automatic, Robotic. robotic. Well, these are... mm, It needs to be more sentence-like. I think... Calculated and retrofitted personality equipped transporter. Whoa, that's not bad. Carpet. You want to write that down? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to write it down. Calculated. 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 And robotic personality equipped. I and said I said retrofitted, but that doesn't really And work. robotic. Yeah. Robotic. Robomatic. Robo. Robo-matic. Matic. Personality equipped transport system. Personality. Okay. Transportation system. Equipped. So this is. So this is what we're doing, okay? Liquid Snake and Sweeney Todd, they. And their band of miscreants. And their band of miscreants are on this planet and they steal carpet. Carpet is the Millennium Falcon or the. Mm -hmm. It is the ship. With, mm-hmm. it it's is, like Andromeda. It's a ship that has a personality. It is a AI. ship that has a personality. Like Hal. Like Hal. And it, um, they go off with the ship mm-hmm. and they kidnap a bunch of people. Yeah. And that, they think that they've, they think that they've reprogrammed the ship to do their bidding. Exactly. They didn't realize that its personality stayed intact. Exactly. Okay, so it's Carpet versus Sweeney Todd and Liquid Snake yes. and their band of miscreants. Um... Okay, so we start off with... Is there band of miscreants Ewoks? Yes. In space? Yes. I kind of want them to be little Ewoks. They are little Ewoks. Yep. Okay, so we start off with... they. We are on Chester Cheetah's homeworld. Oh, Cheetopia. Cheetopia. And Cheetopia is a the, utopia. The flavor-blasted planet. The flavor-blasted planet... Um, where, uh, it's a utopia, despite it not being easy, being cheesy, Mm, right? it is a wonderful place where all cheese puffs. That's right. All the cheese peoples can come together and live in harmony. Exactly. Live in harmony. Thousands of years ago, Mm -hmm. they, this, this carpet... 
spaceship was found mm-hmm. by like I, I want it to be that sort of like mechanical mystery like sci-fi mystery sci-fi fantasy where like right. even though this ship is super advanced it's unknown how it's advanced right like a previous uh, a race of people invented this ship and so, Chester- well, there was a secret cave underneath the planet that someone happened to go into exploring, mm-hmm. and they found this ship. Chester Cheetah inside. found the ship, and uh, he befriended it. Befriended it. He befriended Carpet, and so Chester Cheetah, who is like the king of this utopia, yes. shows off his new friend. To the cheese people. Mm-hmm. And the cheese people rejoice. And it brings on uh, even more prosperity. A thousand years of stability. Exactly. And Sweeney Todd and his crew of Ewoks and Liquid Snake. That's right. Hear of Carpet. First mate Liquid Snake. First mate Liquid Snake. And they hear of Carpet. And they say, oh... We can use this. We can... I want to steal this fancy ship. Us pirates. We are pirates. Reminder that we are pirates. And they don't do anything. No, they do things. Very they, bad things. Yeah. They are unlike the VeggieTales pirates <laughs> yes. in that they do many bad things. Many bad things. Um, and they... So they go to the Cheese Planet. Mm-hmm. Cheesetopia, did we decide? Yes. And Cheetopia. Cheetopia. And they steal the calculated robotic... Personality equipped transportation system. Right. Is there a fight? I'm I'm imagining the opening of Pirates of the Caribbean one. Well, how would you defeat Nacho Cheese? I mean by eating planet? it. And they are the best because they are not only pirates, they are cannibal pirates. Mm, so this is pie. this is the perfect place for them right. to and they, there's nacho cheese rivers. There's nacho already. cheese rivers. So the Ewoks, they run in and they not only um, pillage and and burn, but they kidnap. And they kidnap thousands of cheese people. Mm-hmm. And Chester Cheetah uh, is, is grab, uh, kidnapped, not kidnapped. I want him to be like... His throat slit from behind. Well, not exactly. I want it to and be... And melted nacho cheese sauce pours out of the wound. You're getting a little ahead of me. Oh, okay. I want, like, at the dead of night, Sweeney Todd's ship lands and Ewoks pour out and they break into the village and they grab cheese people and everyone freaks out and runs into the village square and Liquid Snake... Holds Chester Cheetah above the cheese people, say, This is your king! And slits his throat. Oh, that's pretty good. And cheese just pours out. And the cheese. It smells really good. It smells so good. <laughs> and Sweeney Todd takes a big. Mm. He takes some Tostitos, dips mm. it right in there. Oh, oh this yum. is so good. Crunchy. Oh, crunchy. Oh. Yeah. It's got all over my hands now, though. He uh, licks his fingers. Yeah. Mm, need a wet nap. Yeah. He pulls out a wet nap <laughs> Maybe, um, do, do the pirates already have their ship? Maybe it's like, the, maybe it's like a, a secret twist that the ship is nice at all. I think that they have like a crummy ship 
and mm. they are going to steal carpet as like the good chip. Okay. What do you think? I feel like it's more of a twist if they already have a ship, and it's more like the cheese people on board the ship learn that the oh, ship is on their side. I like that. I like that. You know, okay. like it's a bad guy, and then it they learn slowly. Okay. So the cheese people, the cheese. So Chester Cheetah. Chester and Cheetah. His subjects. Well, okay. Do we want Chester Cheetah to be murdered violently in front of everyone? Maybe not. Okay. Chester Cheetah is brought on as. Brought on to carpet mm-hmm. as a... Maybe they don't know that they're going to be eaten? No, I want him to be a example. Chester mm. Cheetah is brought on to the ship as an example. So the cheese people that are brought on as food... Right. Know not to rebel. Oh. Because then their king... Right. Will be slaughtered. Mm-hmm. I love when you just take it for granted that Chester Cheetah's made out of cheese. He's not. He's like a cheetah. Yeah, he's a cheetah. <laughs> he's not made out of... But he is. His, okay, you know what? You're he's right. So, he's so wrapped You're up in cheese, right. though. Yeah, I feel like his I feel like Ch- his insides are made of cheese. I mean, he eats enough Cheetos. That, yeah, yeah. And he goes wacky for Cheetos. Like, yeah. he thinks he's playing it cool, but it's, then all of a sudden, yeah. he sees those Cheetos and... Ooh, boy. He, it ain't easy they being cheesy. They are a part of him. Yeah. So... But no, I, I, maybe you're right. Maybe maybe there's like, maybe it's like the cheese planet and Chester Cheetah is their king. And there's like the Doritos people oh. and the Cheetah people and, or the Cheetos people. And uh, what's another? Cheese flavored cheesy, food. Cheesy thing. What about, those, what about those cheese sticks called where you dip them in the side? Oh, maybe there's a cheese whiz. There's cheese whiz. Cheese there's cheese sticks. What are the cheese sticks that you... Uh, oh, pull, uh, not pull and peel. Um, cheese strings. Yeah, cheese yeah. Strings, the, cheese the, strings. Cheese string, the stringlings. The stringlings. Mm-hmm. And they're all, they, this is their utopia. This, there's right. the five tribes of Cheetopia. Right, and they've been brought together in peace and harmony under by, Chester. Under Chester Cheetah. Yeah. And so Ch- Chester Cheetah is kidnapped along with many different cheese people. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're brought onto carpet. And... Chester Cheetah is kept in a cage above everyone else's cage. Right. So they look up and they see their king, mm-hmm. the one who brought them peace and harmony, and they know that, like, they can't fight back or their king will be destroyed. Yes. Slaughtered. The sides of his cage are made out of cheese graters. Yes. So if they even go near it, oh boy. And so slowly... We see Sweeney Todd come in and take cheese people and leave. What's and, he doing with them? And all of the cheese people smell. Oh, no. Is that... Is that nacho? Is that nacho cheese? <gasps> it smells cheddary. It smells cheddary. Is that, is that a hint of Gouda? And they know. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. So now how do we get the cheese people... To realize that carpet is on their side. Well, we need a plucky, a plucky hero from among the downtrodden to hack into the mainframe mm-hmm. and become befriend his carpet system. Okay, so we need like the smart cheese friend. Yeah. Who's like a smart cheese? A smart cheese friend. A smart uh... cheese friend. 
Out of all of the cheese friends you can think of. Okay, um, hmm, the smartest one of all. I mean, right, like, right. I'm thinking I mean, of all the cheese mascots. Cheese from McDonald's. He had a hamburger, a cheeseburger for his head. Okay. Uh, There's the cheese, uh, uh, cheese string guy who's more into sports mm-hmm, mm-hmm. than he is into anything else. There's the upside down chins from the macaroni and cheese commercials that were singing about how much they love... I love that cheese and macaroni. You remember those commercials? I don't remember those commercials. Did you ever do this as a kid where you draw an oh, upside down face on your chin? Yeah, on your I know the thing chin. where you draw a thing on your chin and, yeah. then, you and then you go upside down and your mouth is like making a crazy alien mouth. Okay. They had a commercial that was just that. It was three upside down chins. And it was, one of them was singing. It was like acapella. I love that. I love that cheese and macaroni. Okay. Well, let's use one of those. Let's say that one of those is a... Macaroni mouth. A computer hacking genius, and uh, so upside down cheese mouth. What should we call this person? KD. KD. Carl. Kevin Devin. Kevin Devin. KD for short. Kevin Devin knows a thing or two about. He, he just look. He just looks like a little piece of macaroni with arms and legs. Okay, it's really cute. It's I don't want him to be an upside down mouse anymore. That's okay. monstrous. <laughs> it is horribly monstrous. Yeah. It is a... <laughs> he's just a little piece of craft dinner. He's a little piece of craft dinner. And, and he's very plucky. And he says, don't worry, guys. Don't be scared. Don't be scared, guys. Because I know how to hack a carpet computer. Chester wouldn't want us to be scared. He would want us to keep our hope. Oh, I love hope. Kevin. His name yeah. is Kevin? Yeah, Kevin I Devin. love Kevin Devin. Uh... I can't wait for all the Kevin Devin merchandise. Yeah, lots of fan art. Lots of fan art. And... He see he he's he's trying to reach up. I can't reach. If I could just reach this look this control panel, but my, my short little arms and legs are just. He has a he has his, a lift. cheese string. <laughs> you have a lift. It's just too tough for me. And his his cheese string buddy comes up. Hey buddy, what's going on? And then he he pulls down part of his head. Oh. And Kevin Devin climbs on, and then he. What do you call it? Like brings up the cheese. Yeah, he just brings him back up, and he pushes him way high, and then he goes, "Oh, I can reach the control panel now. I got it. Don't worry, I can hack into this mainframe." And and while he's while he's typing, he is saying out loud. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> while he's hitting the buttons too. He's he's very adorable. Yes. He's the most adorable hacker. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he does hack into the mainframe. He's also very competent. Mm-hmm. And. He starts talking to Carpet. Yeah, and and Carpet doesn't actually say anything aloud, but it does talk in text. Yes. And emojis. Exactly. Um, and mostly emojis. Yeah. <laughs> and Carpet has been told by Sweeney Todd and Liquid Snake mm-hmm. that they aren't prisoners. That they that the cheese people want to be here. Right. And he is. Ignorant to their their confinement, mm-hmm. their um, and upon realizing that they are in bondage, they are kidnapped. Mm-hmm. How does a ship fight against its captain? That is the question. Because it feels like it would be pretty easy. You okay. Know? But- First step: the gates open. Yeah. And all of the cheese people run out and fight the Ewoks. Right. Cheese on Ewok action. And very violent. Very violent. And Kevin Devin and, and Stringling Joe 
are trying to find the main computer. Maybe maybe um, Carpet doesn't have full control of all his systems. Okay. It's not fully automatic. Right. And they're trying to find the main warp core mm-hmm. where his central processing unit is located. Okay. And what will they do once they get there? They'll just have full control. Yeah. Okay. So they need to type in the code to make them win. Mm-hmm. It's just... Yeah. We need a countdown for them winning. Yeah. Maybe we... they have to steal some sort of USB drive style thing from the bridge okay. and bring it to this thing. I love it. But we need to give them science, I love tasks. science names. Yeah, exactly. It's a fetch quest. But it's we need to give quest. them science names. We gotta steal the the personality override. And stick it in the And stick it into the central processing unit. Central processing unit. And then we'll have full AI control. So Sweeney Todd keeps the, what was the USB stick called? Personality Personality Override override around his neck. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this is the plan. Mm -hmm. Before the gates open. Yeah. uh, Oh, oh, maybe while, while, while they're locked in the... Uh, uh, in the prison, and they're talking to the computer, and they're learning about it, and they learn that the compute, the ship itself, is also a prisoner, because he was oh, stolen from yes. his, his magical, his magical, technologically advanced homeworld where yes. everything's an AI computer, and now he's a slave. Okay. To their, to their like, uh, uh, inputs. Exactly. He doesn't have full automatic control. Because they took his personality override. Yeah, that's right. So what the plan is is Kevin Devin. Mm-hmm. Is going to be the next sacrifice. He does. He takes it upon himself. Adorable Kevin Devin takes it upon himself. They, okay, the doors open and Sweeney Todd wa- runs in and he's like, "Who's next?" And Kevin Devin raises his tiny oh, hands. I mean, I volunteer as tribute. I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> and he's jumping and jumping, and, and no Sweeney one can Todd see him. Goes, and- Oh, Jabuta! Oh I just can't wait to eat you. And he picks him up and takes him off to. I mean, the. Wherever. The bridge. Pie shop. The, yeah, the pie shop. And so now Kevin has to steal the personality override. Right. And get to the mainframe, mm-hmm. but also. Or get to the, yeah, the, what, what did we call it? The, the CPU. The CPU. He has to get to the CPU. The central processing unit. And get off. He has to be unkidnapped. Right. And get down there. So, like, mm-hmm. how does Sweeney, I mean, Sweeney Todd doesn't bake the pies. So, right. I imagine that there is an Ewok that is wearing. A big chef hat. A big chef hat. Yeah. And is like, you know, Sweeney Todd puts. Oh, I don't, don't put that off. Yum yum. <laughs> I just watched Gremlins, so I got yum 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 yum. Yeah, uh, gives uh, uh, Kevin to mm-hmm. the Ewok, and you know walks off to the bridge. Yeah, and Kevin has this, <gasps> the the personality override. That's right. He's got the MacGuffin. He's got the MacGuffin, and so the Ewok's like ba 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 ba, and he's picking him up and about to put him in the pot. And there's some antics. What does he do? How do we antic, you know, have goofy slapstick humor so Kevin can get out of there? Pops him in the eye. Pokes him in the eye. Yeah. Boop. Kevin pokes him in the oh! eye. And he walks like, oh! And then he bops him on the head. Yeah. And um, what else do the three little maybe he uses? Do? Maybe he uses some of his cheese sauce. 
and slips up the floor, and then yeah. the Ewok's like, whoa, what whoa, the slipping, whoa. And uh, the Ewok is knocked out, uh-huh. and Kevin Devin runs yeah. to the central processing unit. That's right. He checks on the on the wall. There's a fire escape uh, map, uh-huh. and he's like, okay, the central processing unit is there. Yeah. And he runs. Oh, I can make it. I, I can, can make it. it. Oh, if only my tiny little legs weren't so short. And so slow. And he sees it. He sees the central processing unit. And he's running. He's running. He's, he takes out the USB stick. And he, he's going to get it. And Liquid Snake grabs it. Oh, man. What are you doing there, young cheese friend? Uh. How is he going to get out of this one? I don't know when I'm writing the story. Uh. Nothing going to be eaten by you, Liquid. <laughs> Mr. Snake Soul. Mr. Snake Soul. Uh, uh, so Liquid Snake really wants to be captain of the ship. Right. So maybe he lets Kevin. Oh, I see. Be mm-hmm. free. Let's Kevin override. Because he's done with Sweeney Todd's garbage. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe he sees that um, Kevin Devin has the MacGuffin. Yeah. And he says, what's that you have there? And he looks at it, and then he's like, oh, no, oh. no that's nothing. That's all I do. No, what's that is? It's mine. It's, uh, I just have that. It's, I just brought it. It's my whistle. My whistle. All right. Have it back. So he's pretending that he bought the story. Oh, yeah. But he did not buy the story at all. And actually, he put, he went boop, 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 boop. And he, he hacked it real on the sly. Oh. And so Kevin Devin thinks that he's giving control back to Carpet. Yeah. C-A-R-P-E-T. But he's actually accidentally implementing the virus <gasps> that Liquid Snake Uploaded. Oh no! I sure I know how technology works. Yeah, and that's what you can do. I mean, yeah, you did it. Mm-hmm. You got it. So Kevin Devin puts it into Carpet, and Carpet, it's it does the thing where at first Carpet's in control. It's like yeah. boo boo, I'm in control, hooray! Yeah, and he opens all the doors, and and Chester Cheetah's cage opens up, and, and we, all the cheese he, people run rise free. up, my cheese friends, and they be they, free, and we they run and they kill all the Ewoks. They kill all the Ewoks, but then slowly, like, and it's very, it's done in a color coded way, so it's yeah. really easy for the audience to understand that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Carpet has now lost control, and so yep. it goes from white to red, mm-hmm. and, and little angry eyes appear. Yeah. And Kevin's like, on the digital uh, what's screens. happening? Oh, oh no! Are you being, are you being overwhelmed again? Oh, 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 oh! And Carpet, all of a sudden, is he's going to crash the ship? Mm-hmm. Oh, and there's an internal fight about good Carpet and bad Carpet, exactly fighting it with each other. And we see. Liquid Snake get into a transporter and transport off the ship mm-hmm. and then just like has put a bomb in there so blows up the transporter so Liquid Snake effectively has made it so no one can escape the ship. Mm-hmm. Everyone is going down with the ship except for him. Right. He wants to overthrow Sweeney Todd and the Ewoks through murder Ooh. and is going to bring down the cheese friends along with them. Right. And then rule the cheese planet? I think he just wants to... He just wants to kill Sweeney Todd? He wants to kill Sweeney Todd. Okay. For right his own now, reasons. Yeah. He's got his own issues going He'll on. He'll figure out how to get power later. Mm-hmm. Right. 
the cheese friends they knock they they win over the ewoks mm-hmm. um and they bring down sweeney todd and they tie him up right but the ship is still going they tie down him up with cheese strings with cheese strings obviously the ship is still going down yeah and so maybe they need to and up- carpets fighting with themselves upload themselves into the ai of the ship tron ah. style Ooh. And give some help to good carpet versus bad carpet. Okay. So, they take a USB stick. That's right. And they plug it into... They shove it into their cheese bodies. Into Chester Cheetah. Oh, Chester Cheetah! Yes, shoves yes! Shoves it into his cheese head. Or his regular head. He's a cheetah. Yeah. He's not made of cheese. Mm-hmm. Shoves it into his cheese head and uploads... And, and, uh, and Kevin, his eyes go... Kevin is typing on his... Yeah, typing seriously. He's hacking. He's hacking so good. You can tell he's hacking because he's using three keyboards at once. Yeah. Oh, I'm hacking in the main frame. I got it, you I guys. got it, you guys. Guys, I got it. And he downloads Chester Cheetah's personality onto the... And then we just see like an 8-bit version of Chester Cheetah slowly <laughs> slowly load on the screen. Boop, 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 yeah. boop, boop. It and is it's the sprite. It's just a side scroller. <laughs> Chester Cheetah just has to perform well it enough to save. It is the sprite save. from the Chester Cheetah video game on Super Nintendo. Is there such a thing? There is such oh, a thing. Oh, that's awesome. And so now it Chester Cheetah has to defeat all of the evil carpets and win uh-huh. and, and save the good carpet who is in a virtual prison in the video game. Right, right. So it it's pretty, it's like, boop, boop, boop. And he just Boop. has like pew, pew, where he shoots just like meh, meh, meh. Yeah. just a, a a single what do you call those pixel yeah pixel block and he destroys wins. the carpets he does it I mean he does it he's real good at video he's games. really very good at video games mm-hmm. and carpet pulls up at the last second and they crash into Cheetopia but the crash landing crash landing sorry they crash land. And they managed to they managed to steer it so that it's into the Nacho Cheese Lake. Exactly. And it's a softer landing than it would have been. And the the gates open and all the cheese people run free. Oh. And and Chester Cheetah uh, escapes and says, Come on, Carpet, come on. And Carpet's like, Oh no, he's stuck in the cheese lake and he's melting. And the carpet descends into the cheese lake. Oh no. And Carpet sacrifices himself. For all the cheese friends. And there's a there's a, a a screen on the outside, like a big billboard style screen on the outside of the ship. And there's just sad eyes. Mm-hmm. Made. Kevin and says then, goodbye, friends. Goodbye, carpet. I love you. And Chester. And Chester like, pats him on the head and says, "We all love him. We all, we all love him. We all love him very much." And he like dips his sunglasses and yes. like. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of the cheese people dipped because they were all they were all wearing. Um, what do you call those sunglasses with the slats? Uh, uh, like shutter with, shades. Like, yeah, they're all wearing shutter shades. Yeah, and in bright uh, neon colors, like eighty yeah. style, and they all dipped their glasses respectfully. Mm-hmm. Respectfully, and carpet pa, descends pa, into pa. the cheese. Pa, pa, pa. And then it sort of pans over and it's just it's just Stringling Joe and he's just singing that in yeah. his mouth. It's oh, beautiful. It's beautiful. God, good and then fiction. The the ending scene is is uh like decades later and they're living in harmony and we just see a a statue made of the ship. Of, in, of carpet. in loving memory of carpet. In loving memory of carpet. In our hearts forever. Oh my god. 
And we think we think that Carpet's dead, but <gasps> he's a taste technology. So maybe in a thousand years he'll be okay. unearthed again. Because that's how we found him in the first place, right? So, we don't know where he came from. So this is how we end it. It's like the end of The Iron Giant. Where it's like, Kevin Devin is like, I miss him. Mm-hmm. And he like has a piece of him. And it like, you know, activates and right. flies away. And Kevin's like, oh, bye. Maybe he is alive. And then, like, we just have, like, this triumphant bit where, like, right. bits of carpet are coming together. Like, the tassels are, uh-huh, uh-huh. and the, the, uh, he's re, re-knitting yeah, himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it turns out this whole story was a prequel to Aladdin. Oh, my the God. Whole time. And, yeah. Agrabah he, was a planet. Agrabah exists under Cheesetopia. Yes. Agrabah, the Cheesetopia, the, the Nacho Lake is the Cave of Wonders. Yes, exactly. And the cheese people evolve into human beings. That's right. And we... Because in, in, in the movie uh, Aladdin, we never see any other countries. No. It could be on another planet. It's on another planet. It is. It's on Cheetopia. It's on Cheetopia. It's the whole... inside Cheetopia. It's inside Cheetopia. Oh my god. What a twist. What a twist. Ugh. Man, I just blew my own mind. So yeah, we... With this great, great story. The carpet reassembles and we see carpet. Huh. We cut to the beginning where where Aladdin and Abu have just entered into the Cave of yes. Wonders. And the rest carpet's is history. Back. Carpet's back. Oh man, I'm so glad. Yeah. That guy... What a good story. What a good story. So, we will be uploading this to fanfiction.net and Wattpad. Wattpad? Wattpad and... And an archive of our own. Archive of our own. Uh, Maybe on Tumblr. Yeah. We could put some installments up. And it's Hmm. gonna... I'll definitely be drawing some fan art. Yes. Of Kevin Devin. And I can't wait to jerk off to this particular fanfiction. As is required. Before yes. uh, uploading. By the way, did we not mention that's that's been part of our process this yes. whole time? We fin- we write these stories, and then we jerk off furiously, and then we upload it to fanfiction.net. Yes. All fanfics have to work that way. Yes, it yeah. is. It's in the it's in the fine print. Mm-hmm. It's in the constitution of fanfiction. It's in the constitution, clear as crystal. <laughs> I am your editing manager, Spencer Suarez. And I'm your managing editor, Liz Cernick. If you'd like to submit characters to Fanfiction Writer's Room... Send them to ffwrshow at gmail.com. And when in doubt, just pay you that garbage. That's what we do. That's what we do.